Hello, and welcome to today's episode of People First Merseyside Podcast. Today, we have special member Patrick Burke here to tell us a bit about himself and his story. So, Patrick Burke, it's nice to have you today. Nice to have you, thank you. Okay, so, can you tell us a bit about yourself, Patrick? Um, I wanted to talk about the Amish group or the, the other places. Whichever you want to talk about first. Right, I'll, talk about, I'll talk about the start of the Amish group, which were very, um, it was very poor in them days, and it was uh, relatively close, and that I put money into it and made sure it got, got put it, I got money put into it and made sure I got the doctors and nurses to help me, help us to put some more funding into it. But psychology as well, what helped out as well. Mm-hmm. So that's what it was. So I got, I got that, I got that uh, given to the, given to people first. And also I got people first rights given to them. I got, I made sure I got their rights given because when I come out of places where it's not, where it shouldn't be, no, no person with a, with a learning disability had the rights or anything like that. And no young person had the rights either, which young people didn't have rights at all in them days. But I make sure now they have got all got the rights. And I think it's good for them to have the rights and what they want to do in life. And looking at some of the older members, um, some of them are still here, some of them are not still here, but we've got a lot more younger people what's coming involved in it. And I'm, re- I'm re- really proud and good on it. And I want that to happen all the time. I want it every, every five, ten years to change, maybe four years to change. And I want it to still be a logo of People First Merseyside. Mm. That's what I would like it to be. And to make sure it's working properly, not for the staff, for them, for the young, younger generation and the older generation what's coming involved. Mm. But having young staff in, involved in this Obviously, group is it's a lot better for younger people and for the older people because you get a mixture of different people, of different ideas as well. Mm. That's what yeah. Yeah, so that like younger people might have uh, a more fresh perspective on like how the world works, and yeah. but also the older people have like this wisdom, like because they've been through it for like a long time now, yeah, so yes. they can teach the younger people's about what they went through. Yes, yes, and, mm. and this is what I like to do. I like to tell the young people what I went through, and history part as well. If you go down to the, uh, the library in town, somebody used to go down next week, and you'll see the history of the obviously group, what was already there, what's already been put in, and you'll see me on it all the time. <laughs> you'll see me on it all the time, and all the messages, there he is, there he is, and I was, used to look pretty good. <laughs> okay. Can you tell us how People First started? Well, it only started off as about five, uh, five people. Five people with learning disabilities were come out of the big institution places. Mm. That's what it did. It was only five who started it off. We had three members of staff and five members. And then members made sure they got the right. I got. They didn't get the rights then. That didn't happen. That didn't happen until the early 80s, when they first 81, 82, they got the rights. Mm-hmm. Because the only just come out and they said 
you want to talk to people, order, order doctors, why didn't they put them in there, why did they do this, why did they do that? You know, and they shouldn't have done that at all to them people, which I think was wrong. That's why. And that's how these advocacy groups started, with then people come out of their places into a business like this. And it worked out quite well. And it worked out good for us members to stop on what we had. And that's how that worked. And it, get, it, started, it started sinking slowly, but people put a bit of money into it all the time and kept it, kept it up and running and running. And then started getting a few younger people involved in the early 80s and that. That's when we started getting younger stuff involved. And changes were coming quicker, fast. So the more younger people got involved, the better the changes were for us, as well as them, because we know history about the average group, learning disability right across the board and everything else. That's what we know. Hmm. Very interesting, Perry. So, how long have you been at People First for then, if you were there since it started? <laughs> I've been at People First for all about 35 years, 34 years, between 34 and 35 years, I've been in this company for. I've built up a good relationship with the younger members and the older members, and plus the members of staff as well. Mm. Because when I first seen the members of staff, some of them I didn't like. And I said, hang on, I don't like them. Uh, I want you know, to be calm, but very strict. Not too strict, not too calm. Mm. And I think that works out quite well. The, younger, uh, the older members of staff have seen board what the younger people are doing. And they've got the older members of staff have got to change now as well as the younger members. And we've got to make sure it changes. Mm -hmm. So, can you tell us some of your roles in People First? Like, what is it you do? Right. What we used to do, to tell you what we used to, we used to do, the fund, we used to do the money business. We do that for about a year. Then we were the secretary. Then we helped out with the newsletters. We, do, we used to do newsletters readily. Every month we do a newsletter and send it all out. Then we'd go to the bank and pick up, pick up the money and bring it all in. And we would have always two people to do that. Always two people with learning disabilities to do that. So we used to go down to the bank, pick up that money, make sure that comes on the cheque and make sure it comes in. A sack, of a sack of money in that. That's what we should do. And bring it up to uh, the person who was sorting out all that money and said, leave it there because it was checked there as well as, well as the money. Mm -hmm. And then over the years, it started changing. The banking started changing and then they said the money goes into their banks. We, so we didn't have the, main, the mentality of saying we'll go to the bank and get that money back up again. They said it's going to go into the banks, and they said, all right then. So that left that out of business. So that didn't go nowhere. Then we had a secretary. I was the secretary for about five years, ten years. And I got on quite well with being the secretary of, of an average group. And that was really good because I got people coming in and I got them to say what they wanted to say. Listen to me and find out what they want. And also, I, I was a secretary and then we used to go out for days out or anything like that, but I made sure there was enough money there for the people to go for days out. And that was another interesting thing for, for them. And then I got, I got, uh, I got good welts on that one, so that was very interesting. And then looking at 
other ideas for music parties. I used to sort out the parties for them as well, once a year or something like that. And I would sort all that out for them as well. So I think I was the good secretary for the rest of the year. Rest of the five years I was in it. And then from there, I was, uh, then I was, a, I was a fundraiser, then I looked at the money business, looked at how much money was coming in and how much money wasn't coming in. I wanted to find out what the money was going to be built up with. And the money we walked up built up with, that was for bills, that was for staff costs, that was for coffee costs or whatever it was. That what money's left over goes into that pot to buy itself. And that's how I worked it. I worked out in three, four different ways, which I thought was work, worked out quite well. And then we had money for training because what we did, we got, we don't train, but they paid us that money for that thing, for that training day. That's what it was. And it was really good. That's very good, Betty. Mm. That's very interesting stuff about like all the things that you've done in your time here. Mm. Hmm. So, um, if you've been here for quite a while, Surely there must have been something interesting that's happened in all your years. Has anything like about you like drastically changed ever since you started People First? I think what changed in People First, and I've seen the change, I've seen a big change in People First. I've seen things grow. I've seen it, the, the growth of People First now today, than it was 20 odd years ago. The growth of People First today is tremendous. I want People First to grow a bit more but not too fast, because if it gets too fast, it, it will snap, and I don't want it to snap. I want it to uh, go all on that footsteps, slowly but steadily. Now, this group now with the younger people, it's easy, because we need another office now for these young people involved. We need to get somewhere easier, uh, flat, for wheelchairs and all that, that's what, we need. that's what we're looking at now. And to have more ideas of younger people. But don't forget the older members as well. They've got to give the ideas as well. And stay around Rootland as well. And to find out if we can have a place. Now, I was looking at uh, big offices over on the other side there. But they're all taking for something else. But I can't do nothing about it. If you could get uh, some more funding for an office, a bigger office, That'd be great, but we can't. We've got to see about what the other person will do for us if she can help out, or if we can get a fundraiser involved. That fundraiser could help out as well, mm. but it's got to be locally around this area, around the area that it can be, for everybody to get to in that kind of situation. That's what it's got to be. Mm -hmm. So, how has People First like affected you in your life ever since you started it? I think it's affected me in my life, Chad. I'm not bullied. I'm not bullied now. I'm not. Uh, it, it's made me come out of my shell an awful lot. Because when I first started, I wouldn't come out of my shell. I've grown. And I've grown. And I made young, young people grow as well as, as well as me. Because when young people come into people first, they wouldn't say nothing. And I said, hang on a minute, you're not saying anything. Right, I want you to hear this, this and that. Now you can't shut them up now. And I, I think it's a good thing, not a bad thing. I think, there again, they need that little push to make sure they can say something. And I think I've got that confidence to push that young person 
to limit. I have to say, yeah, I want you to say something. Everybody be quiet, let that person talk. And that's me. I will tell everybody be quiet and let you've got to you've got to stand in the room. So whoever it is will have that room to stand up and say, It's not right, this is not right. I want this doing, I want that doing, I want the other doing. Yeah. That person will listen. All the other people will listen to that person, which I think is really good. Mm. She wouldn't come involved, he wouldn't come involved because she were all quiet. Now look at her today. I think you said do quite well for for the audience. And you said very clever. And I think I think I've hit the nail on that. I think I've hit the nail on the head. I've got young blood coming into it and they can't shut them up. And I think that's good. It's not it's not um, being oh the two of they shouldn't say nothing, they should I don't believe in that. I believe in everybody saying something. And that's what I believe in. Me, I've got one learning disability and I'm proud of what I've got. I'm not bothered. I'm not bothered who takes over on me, you know, because I'm bothered by them people. They never got the right before. They never got the right and they don't say what they want to say. You know, and that's good. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to get too <laughs> oh, I'll blame you if I do get big-headed. All right, that's <laughs> You're the one telling me I don't shut up. <laughs> anyway, that's all the questions we have for you, Paddy. But is there anything you would like to tell our audience? I think being a person with a learning disability is giving you rights and qualifications to talk to all people with learning disabilities in that way that they can talk to you and finding out what you know and what you can teach younger people. And that's my thing. Is it? Well, thank you for that, Patty. Right, thank you very much. Okay, so thank you everyone for listening to today's episode of People First Merseyside Podcast, and we hope to see you next time. Farewell.